Welcome back to another adventure with Weeknight Heroes. As always, I'm your GM, Evan, and we are continuing Caesar's solo series. So say hello, Caesar. Hello, everyone. All right, and just as a recap, let's go over what we did previously. Caesar, what do you remember? I was contracted by, I want to say, the Chinese Mafia or some version of them. Or No, it was a gang. The Triad, thank you. No, it was the Bozuzoku. Bozuzoku. Who are Japanese. Japanese. Thank you. And I was contracted by them to basically on the DL take out or remove a mafia doctor who's been doing like a ton of like organ transplants and black market transplants. And so they, they think it's messed up and so they want me to take them off the board. They gave me um, a lead, Wonder City Rippers. I went there and I knocked on their door and I was very polite when I inquired as to what information I needed and I, they threatened my life. I didn't take it well, drove a car into their hideout, and I killed everyone except for one guy. Do we have a name for him? You can give him a name. You know, I'm not going to go typical like everybody thinks. I'm going to go with Donovan. Okay. So Donovan and me, I dragged him to the back where there was a bunch of bodies and all the evidence that the doctor, what was his name again? Ceylon. Dr. Ceylon was going to basically pin all these uh, murders slash like crimes against humanity on the Wonder City Rippers. Uh, And so me and Donovan, you know, we're talking... I was trying to convince Donovan to leave, you know, to leave the life. Um, I was going to give him some of the money that I had in my pocket. I think that's where we left off. Yeah, Caesar hit all of the major points. He is hot on the trail of Dr. Ceylon. So we'll cut to the scene here. So... You called the Wonder City PD mm-hmm. in order to get the, honestly, mountain of evidence that's not in a body here yeah it's bodies and organs and all that stuff so as i go back over the mountain of bodies and evidence obviously there's pictures taken um, but i'm going to use my first ability supervision there's a joke in there somewhere uh, and look at the uh, bodies and the crime scene to see what stands out so you have the bodies here that are refrigerated mm-hmm. in a saline solution in order to keep them fresh and now you notice and you we also noticed that earlier when you were attacking the base is that these things take up an obscene amount of power yes and so there's only a few places in the city that have that so refrigeration unit is going to be my clue yeah, well, it's not even just refrigeration. It's got to be like a whole, like not even a walk-in for No, no, no. you got to do something pretty big in order to keep everyone well, in. Well, I, I imagined like, when you remember in a, was it Rick and Morty where it's like flip the switch on the left? No. I, no, okay, so he tells, he tells Morty to flip the switch on the left and he flips the wrong one and they have to fly to an off like base where he's keeping all these bodies and they're all brain dead. And so I imagine it's something very intricate like that where you have multiple bodies in storage so i imagine he would need help setting this up let's put it that way he couldn't move all these bodies and he damn sure couldn't get all these refrigeration like all these units preserved the body it's got to be something really complicated that's an excellent point there have to at least be somebody there's got to be like a company or something that either installed these in places that yes. be aware of where they are or they're doing it in these labs that don't already have them so there's some other person here who's helping him as far as you're aware, he's just a doctor. Doctors don't have mechanical engineers. I was going to say, yeah, he can't build like a a, refri- like a, a freezer. So now I got to go down the short list of who, basically who has enough of these units and who has expertise to like wire them together. So if we wanted to take a look at who would, which company in the area would be doing most of these and getting a list of them, we can do an investigation check for that. 
do it. So let's go ahead and roll for that. You're, you rolled a 7, plus mm-hmm. your investigation skill of 11 is enough to get 2 degrees of success on the investigation check. So you're gathering information, and not only were you able to get general information, and you're like, oh, here's this list of companies, you have a, a specific person in the company that you can talk to. I call up my, uh, my contact within, uh, so I'm going to name it now. It's going to be Sunny's Refrigerator. I call up my friend. <laughs> I call up my friend uh, in the company. Uh, his name is Lonnie, and I call up Lonnie, and uh, it's unfortunately really late at night. So I put all this information together, and I want to keep, you know, I don't want the... Well, by now it would be early morning, so it's kind of yeah. even worse. Okay, so it would be like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning yeah, when I call Lonnie. Somebody okay. might be awake at 11 o'clock. Nobody's awake at 4 in the morning. Uh, well, I mean, I am, but whatever. I'm going to call up Lonnie right now. He does owe me a favor. There was that one time where, like, I got him out of a prostitution pinch. <laughs> You know, he owes you. Right. Do, 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 do. Bring, 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 bring. This is Lonnie. Leave, leave it at the message. Yeah, Lonnie, this is me, Palumbo. You remember me? Remember that one time I saved you from them two blind prostitutes? Uh, you old ladies and find out about that if you don't uh, come back. All right, so Lonnie. Blind prostitute. I don't know why that came to mind. It's pretty funny, though. <laughs> it is pretty funny. But Lonnie gives you a call back mm-hmm. probably four or five hours later. So now it's Hello? 9 a.m. And he says, all right, well, I have jobs today, and he'll meet you at one of his jobs, and he'll be happy to go over this information. So you go and you meet him. Now you've been up for 24 hours, or maybe about 36 now. 36. And so you go and you meet him, and he's always late, so it's more like 11 o'clock. Where did I meet him at? 12 o'clock Because I'm hoping this place is a place that has food and caffeine. Uh, you know, let's, let's say that it's a, a, ca- a cafe. Okay. That he's working on the refrigeration unit. That makes for their, perfect sense. All their yeah. milk products. So you go and you meet him there. This introduces the complication that I made to the scene, which is the fact that you're not going to get any sleep on this adventure. That's mm-hmm. why it's no nights off. You don't get any nights off. You're going to start noticing from this point on that you got to be a superhuman in order to do what you do because not being able to sleep for 48 56 hours is horrible and I've been through it <laughs> and you start feeling some weird feelings you start seeing stuff yeah one of my favorite things complications because I used to have sleep deprivation as well obviously as a new parent I had sleep deprivation but one of my favorite things about um, sleep deprivation is not only it's not the hallucinations it's the fact that your moral compass becomes very gray like things before you were like I'd never do that when you when you're really tired you're like Maybe. You start letting things slide. and. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to say also that there is a, uh, I think it's a, it's a comic book from, uh, obviously everybody knows Batman, but he's training Damian Wayne and he drops him off in one part of Gotham and he's like, all right, make your way back. The whole joke is that it takes Damian Wayne like 36 hours or something because every time he runs into a crime or something like he's trying to help or trying to do something. Um, and the joke is that one time Batman did it to himself and he took him four days to get back. So imagine this man was four days on the job, like solving crimes, helping people. So yeah, absolutely. It does take superhuman. At this point in time, let's say it's starting to affect you just the littlest bit. Mm-hmm. I'll say you can fend it off with enough caffeine, but you're going to do a lot of caffeine today. I mean, we're going to call it caffeine. Yeah. We, we know what my secret, what my secret is, but we'll get to it. What's your real secret technique? With brown, brown. Well, I'm not gonna mix that. I only I, that's that's that is that is that is the thing I result I resort to in the very dire situations. Right now, yeah. it's just coffee. 
I like to believe that Lonnie's like walking up to me and he's like, hey, did you put cream in that? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, slaps it out of my hand. He's like, they haven't refrigerated that milk in like three days. Dude, don't drink that. And I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Thank you for saving me. I appreciate it. You know, they might have bought some fresh milk. You don't know. Well, it could have been a creamer that doesn't require refrigeration. But still, <laughs> like, it's gross to think that it's chunky. So, well, you, Caesar, you order espressos anyways. Yeah. Was it? I like to do uh, that joke where it's just like, what do you mean it's a little itty-bitty cup of that? No, no, I need a full cup. You know, for like an hour. 56 <laughs> so, cups of coffee. So Lonnie talks to you and he says that uh, that there's really only one company that gets these big contracts with all the labs. And we'll call it something like uh, Aerovac. Aerovac sounds good. Yeah, so Aerovac can... Uh, is the one that does all these lap jobs. If you want to get in touch with them, he's like, I have a friend who, there's a guy who used to work for us who works for Aerovac now. Cool. And so I'll put you in contact with him and he can get you an idea of what we are looking at. Cool. So you go from that and you go to your other meeting. Before I leave, I'm be like, all right, Lonnie, we square. You know I wasn't going to actually tell your old lady, right? <laughs> so you go and you talk to his contact and he's just like, all right, so you can, it's these areas Right, and so now you're looking for ones in the Sun District, because remember, Sun District is the new hotbed for crime, and there's only so many of those labs available. So you pick your first one, which is kind of close to the other lab that you were just at before that the Rippers were squatting in, and you head to that. So we, as we move the scene on, you go there. Now this place is also occupied okay. right they have a security team that works there because they're dealing with the, some experimental stuff let's say it's a pharmaceutical company so Perfect. they uh so it's a far a pharmaceutical company that they're working with and so you uh take one look at their uniforms and we're going to use your well-informed advantage for that so let's roll for investigation is let's see what you know because you recognize that as the Blue Ribbon Gang. All right, so you rolled 10, 11, so you know quite a bit about them. So it's a, a private security company that has offices all over the world. This is Blackwater, you realize that. Yeah, oh yeah, it is. Uh, okay. Let's call it Clear, Clearwater. <laughs> Clearwater. Now, the Blue Ribbon Gang uh, does security jobs like this, and they have high-tech equipment, and they have former... You know, it's a paramilitary group almost, and they got that government contract. So for them to be guarding this place, it's going to be a little harder than when you fought the Rippers. Well, the plus side is, is that if they're guarding this place, it's probably the right place. You don't put your best guys guarding something unless it's important. So if you, you take a look and you're like, there's plenty of refrigeration, there's numerous refrigeration systems here. Yeah. So everything here points to it being your next area to, to investigate. So what what do you what would you like to do, Caesar? I don't know if this is gonna work. I'm gonna have talked to Lonnie's friend. Do we give Lonnie's friend a name? Carlito. Mm, can be Carlito. Carlito. I talked him into, hey, I'll give, I'll owe you a favor. Can I borrow your uniform? And uh, like I roll up, you know, with my my tool bag, and um, in my tool bag, I'm gonna be honest. I got that crowd pleaser in there, and we'll get more into that later. That's my one and all tool. But I go up there and I'm going to like to roll to see if I can convince that gentleman that I'm there to make a repair. All right, so you go in and so you talk to them. And now being paramilitary people, they're kind of... It's going to be harder to convince them, I know that already. Yeah. But your uniform does help out. So you roll the six and let's have them roll. 
So we're going to do 6 plus your deception. You have no deception, so we're going to say that the benefit of your disguise is that it gives you plus 5 to your circumstance. Because it is a uniform. That is true. So they rolled a 3. So you got <laughs> I so three, yeah, three plus uh, three plus six is nine, Caesar. So uh, nine versus eleven, you win. You're just like, uh, no, I'm here for maintenance. Yeah, you guys called, and let me just call on it. Yeah, they're gonna be like, we didn't call for maintenance, which, by the way, nobody does. Not a single person does that at all. At my <laughs> job, I just have. They're like, oh, we schedule. They don't tell you that they scheduled things. They're just going to be like, oh, no, I'm here for my monthly inspection. It's just like, okay, how come no one told me about it? Exactly. And, like, and, and every single time, it's been completely true. Just nobody gave enough of a shit to tell me <laughs> that this was going on. So I'm going to assume the same situation. So I'm going to be like, who the fuck is this? And he's like, dude, I don't know. Just let him Kathy's in. always forgetting to tell us these things. Yeah. I don't know who, what's going on here. Just let him in. Yeah. Because, you know, you really got to hit that general hopelessness that you get when working like a working a job as part of an office where people don't pass things along it's so funny because it's like it's the same problem but he's just fully armed things are as they get different they stay the same that's very true so he lets you in and so you get into the you get into the pharmaceuticals lab Mm -hmm. so when you get in there you have all of your refrigeration units so you just start you can even just punch the door open on them it's not that hard well, I mean, I, I think I would like to try to open it to see, like, if there's a body in there, let me, you know what, let me confirm. Can I, let's, let me roll to see if I can open the unit without damaging it. No, you know, you, you got it. Damn. All right, well, cool then. So you go and you're just like, what's the passcode? <laughs> well, I wasn't like. And the, you're like, password. One, two, three. Password one. Yeah. Exactly. And it just yeah. opens. Doot. What do I see when I open it? So you get in there and it's bodies. Okay. So then this is a pretty good chance that this is, I'm in the right place. Yeah, so you go, and so you got all the evidence, and it's still being used. What, what are you going to do with this information? Because no one's here currently. Well, you know, I'm not stupid, and I'm going to make, I'm going to send a text to Sergeant Juarez, let her know this is it, like, this for sure, this is what I, this is what I came to find. I'm going to let her know she can send, like, everybody now as soon as possible. Hopefully by the time she gets here, like, everything will be, like, wrapped up. But I want to know that I have that as a backup, just in case like shit goes sideways on me. So you go, you'll call, you call the police. They send just about everyone to the situation because you're like, I already got the lead. Right. So yeah, exactly. So in the time it takes them to get there, like that's my time. That's my window to take action. All right, but what what action are you going to take? I need to find the doctor. Let's uh, let's say that this paramilitary security company seems a little iffy for a pharmaceuticals company. It really does. It's fucking. I want to take someone prisoner. Clearwater? No. I'm pretty sure that they are smart enough to not uh, to not care about each other. Like, as, as, as hostages. <laughs> um, I, I guess, okay, um, let's, let's have some fun. In my vicinity, do I have access to a, perhaps a fire alarm or a fuse box of any kind? Yeah, so they gotta have a fire alarm on this, this kind of thing. Time to so pull that fire that. alarm. So you hit the fire alarm and everyone gets out of the, the building. Well... I want to try to be as close to a main exit as possible so I can try to see as many people coming out. Because the idea is, I know what this guy looks like. And if he has to leave the building as well, I can grab him. Or at the very least, I can try to like isolate him. So as they do that, Dr. Ceylon isn't here. 
But when everyone evacuates out, let's say they do it real planned and coordinated and everyone just gets let out. The correct fire drill. Yeah, fire drill, yeah. And so as you do that, they're like, okay, go ahead and radio the boss. Tell them that this this area has been made, basically. Let's say your super senses picked up on that. Now, you, we talked earlier, you got supervision. You're starting to develop more super senses. So let's say this is the activation of your super hearing. As it does that, you hear a guy talk on his little radio. Okay, go ahead and inform the boss. This, this area has been made. We'll have to set up a new one. Right. So you have that specific person who clearly knows more than they're letting on. Can I find can I find him like in the crowd or can I is there any way I can You can just tail him home. Yeah, I mean I I don't think it's time it's not night night time yet. I mean it's this is the most efficient way is to just kinda of follow him home. I hope this Sergeant you know, Juarez isn't fucking mad at me that I like called all true I mean, but it's more bodies, I just didn't solve no, the crime. It's, yet. it's a part of the crime, yeah. Okay. I'm good. sure they want these areas taken care of. Alright, cool. So you do that and you're gonna follow him home. And we're gonna roll to tail him. I don't think. Oh no, I do have I do have training in that. You're right. You have high stealth. Former police officer. Or not when you don't have high stealth. I was thinking a sleight of hand. But you got good stealth, and you rolled sixteen anyways. And he rolled a one, so he I doesn't him all the way home. So he doesn't notice you. Let's say he's probably tired from another shift that's been going on. So now it's nighttime again. following him home he heads home puts all of his equipment and stuff down and starts heading to bed now what are you gonna do i'm gonna use my supervision to see if like he has any of those adt signs like this house is protected by which by the way are a gigantic scam they don't do I, nothing I, don't, I know but i also i mean my character knows how to bypass those because most nice thing about that is you have infravision that's true i could probably see uh because most of those things are just magnetic conductors so basically if the uh, what is it the contact between the two magnets is broken, then it sets off the alarm. So, really quickly, do I see anything indica- indicates there's an alarm? No. Okay, I go to pick the. I, go I think to, I think the idea is funny that a security guy doesn't have doesn't have an alarm because you you know there's one way he's gonna solve an intruder. I was like, he's in the, he's armed to the fuck. He's sleeping with a gun like under his pillow. Oh, really quick before I do anything more rash. Uh, can I de- can I determine if there are, is it just him living alone? It's just him. These people don't have. <laughs> Sorry, I know that's kind of fucked up to say, but like Black Ops teams don't have family, Caesar. You could, but whatever. That's fine. You you know whatever. You like serial killers do. That's my next one. <laughs> All right, so I go to the back door. Go to pick the lock. Roll to pick lock. All right. Well, it's it's a simple lock. So I, um, so I just got to roll. Just... Cool. Okay. Cool. I go in there. Um, and it's like, okay, cool. The beauty of that is you can just pull it too hard. Oh, yeah, because I'm super strong. Yeah, you just pull it really hard in one direction, and it just <laughs> pops the thing out. Great. All right, cool. So hopefully, you know, I walk inside, and I kind of, like, stoop. I'm, like, trying to see if, if, like, I'm listening to see if he got up. Doesn't sound like it. Really quick, before I went inside, does he have a dog or anything? Or have I just, okay, cool. I just want to make sure. I'm, I'm overcomplicating this because I'm worried about him shooting me. I just don't want to be shot. It Do- hurts. Dogs... <laughs> That dog's just one more person to wake him up in the middle of the night. So. Oh, I see. So, okay. So then, okay, I make my way to the fridge, and I'm, I'm hoping he has some cold brew. He does not have cold brew. Damn. All right. Does he have a, a Keurig? He does. No, he doesn't have a Keurig. <laughs> this guy seems like the kind of guy that would drink coffee. I'm not arguing that point. I'm just, like, hoping that there's some kind of caffeine <laughs> in the house. Or you make Folgers while you intimidate him? Well, it would have been funny to see if that's what wakes him up. He's like... Somebody making coffee? 
Why don't you just wake him up? Well, all right. Does he have Red Bull? He probably has Red Bull. He definitely has Red Bull. Okay, I'm going to... What do you mean? He's a parent... He's a parent... He shoots people for a living. (laughs) All right, so, like, I down two of those before I go up there, because I got to be... I got to be, like, fully on edge. Here we go. All right, we'll do that. So now we're getting to that point where you're starting to get that that penalty. So you're going to start getting a minus two to your your awarenesses. Oh, this is not going to... Functioning as a minor penalty, basically. Uh, So you go over there... Is you he, wake is him this up. The first story? It's first story, right? Yeah. Okay, thank God. Okay, cool. So, like, I, I basically, like, feel this jolt of adrenaline from the Red Bull, and I'm like, all right, cool, this isn't going to last forever. And I try to make my way to the room as quickly as possible. Like, no more sneaking, just... And you bust that door open. Pow! He freaks out. I don't know why he didn't get rid of the guns that he has in his house, Caesar. Oh. Well, I was planning on overpowering him. All right, then you can just overpower him, so you just take that gun away immediately, okay. shove him. And yeah. you knock him backwards into the wall. Cool. I put him into the wall. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and what are you going to do from here? All right. Um, hi. I know <laughs> I know that this is very... <laughs> you say hi. <laughs> I say hi. I'm like, hi. I know this is like really out there. I'm going to be out of your hair in two shakes. I just need you to tell me what you know about that refrigeration outfit. By the way, everybody you know has been arrested. You left early so they didn't get you. The point is... Is that I need you to tell me everything you know about like the boss, so to speak. So you're gonna intimidate him, and you got the twenty. <laughs> so you he just... must be like completely off guard. Like what the fuck? Yeah. So so you were gonna beat him no matter what, given the situation that you're in. But you just like take that gun, point it directly at his head, at his head, and say, "Tell me, tell me what's going on." Hey man, like you know, I know we both. You can go back to sleep. I can get out of your hair. Just tell me what you need. What I need to know. Yeah, just just tell your friends that I overpowered you. Yeah, it's fine. I can pistol whip if you want. It's up to you. I you know I'll give you that option. We'll talk about that later. Tell me what you yeah, know. So we'll say that we got the the one. Somewhat more. Uh, well, I mean, you know, the situation is that these people want to be in power, mm-hmm. and now that he is completely out of power, and he's like, "Oh man, you're gonna fucking kill me." I'm not going to kill you. Well, okay. Do I well, he to... believes it is okay. the point. Well, I'm, I'm not going to roll to try to convince him. Otherwise, I'll just let him believe that. These people, these people are survivalists. They are not heroes. He has a bug out bag. I guarantee you I can find that probably in this house. Like, it's a bag full of guns and money and, like, powdered urine or something. I don't know. Yeah. So he's just going to bail and start a new life That's in fair. the paramilitary world. So he says, fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, I know. Merc yeah. work is pretty good to eat. So he says, the blue bow... They don't have an office in this area, and we are working for Ceylon. He's a piece of shit, but the money's good. He's like, I can be gone with my share, everyone's share in a second, If, uh, but we're heading in the same direction. So he said that, that king and queen, the captains, they're like, they operate out of this tower. that have, they, have this, they have a real nice apartment. He lives in a pretty ratty one because he spends all his money on cars, sports cars, obviously. Who? The, this guy that you're talking to. Oh, okay. I was thinking he lived... All right, keep going. Right, so he's like, they operate out of this penthouse. So I was just like, I don't, I don't care. I think they're assholes anyways. So he's like, if you go there and you take them out, I get my money and we're both free. I'm going to give you all this. I'm happy to sing like a bird if you just give me my share. Well, I mean... And like, somebody and a couple others. That's probably... That's negotiable. All right, so you you want you want to shake on it? When we say negotiable, that's a conversation. No, no, it, it's a fair it's a fair thing because I don't promise I don't break promises. Like what is it Scarface said? I got He'll two even things. He'll get you in. 
to Caesar. I told you, these guys survive. Yeah, I know. He'll, like, <laughs> kill me as well. I don't trust this guy as far as I can fucking throw him. And I can throw him pretty damn, damn far, and I still don't trust him. All right, get your shit together. We're not shaking on it, but get your shit together. <laughs> okay, you want to take his nice uh, sports car? I didn't. Did I bring my nice car? Actually, yeah, let's take his car. The Ranfla? The Ranfla? That's what we're going to start the calling Ranflucha. it? The Ranflucha? The 1998 Toyota... Was it Toyota Tercel? Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we're going to take his... Uh, yeah. Can I name the car? Yeah, you don't care about that. Yeah. It's right. you you know it's a Humvee. It's not a Humvee. If <laughs> no, if he spent all his money on sports cars, it's gonna be something stupid like a fucking uh Humvee's his work vehicle. Okay, so we'll take his work vehicle then. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna look around and be like, okay, cool. And then before I'm like, alright, cool, get your stuff. I don't I never take my eye off this guy. And I, I know that my attention is gonna be severely limited. So I go back to his fridge and I get some like I get nine more Red Bulls for the road. And I go back to my car. I open the trunk, I get the crowd pleaser, and I'm like, all right, let's go. All right, so he takes you over to the penthouse, and he's like, it's a 24th floor. Here's the key to get in, mm-hmm. right? There's going to be two guards Post. He tells you everything about it. Twelve. They have 12 guards on them that they pay, right? So uh, Who the hell is they? Am I, do I have to go through the king and queen to get to... So they'll know where he is. They have a contract with Ceylon. They can call him at any time. Okay. This is at the very least making my life easier. Cool. Let's go. You can... He said, just leave me here. Knock me out. Throw me in the trunk. I don't care. He said, just bring me the, my share and a couple others. How much is your share, by the way? You haven't really told me this information. If they're doing private security for a guy who works with underworld bosses, I don't know. I think you'd easily be like thirty thousand a job. So like you're looking at a hundred? Yeah, he said, yeah. We'll do a hundred, two hundred. You can carry all the <laughs> No, I'm not concerned about carrying the fucking money. I'm just more of like He said you you know what? King and Queen have a what's that one card called? Oh, it's a Visa Black card? Yeah, Visa Black card. Take that from them, give it to me. Square. And I can withdraw enough money to okay. start an entirely new life. I'm willing to do that. I don't like handling cash just because it gets messy. A black card's a lot easier. Plus, if they're in custody, they can't report it stolen. So, yeah, no, I'm completely fine with this. Good. All right, so he's like, cool. I'm, I'm going to stay here. Can you I have you be in the trunk? Yeah. I'm, so I'm going to go for this. It worked the last time. <laughs> so he gives you his uniform. He says, use the, the key card. Get up to the floor. My password's fucking 4567. That's pretty funny. Right. And that'll get you basically in the room. Okay. So you go, and we'll do that. And you go up the elevator, put in the code, get inside, and it's their penthouse. Now, this penthouse overlooks most of Wonder City, and even they got some hired guards inside. Mm-hmm. How would you like to proceed from here? Well, it's time to do a quick head count. So, first... So he says, oh, they have... No, we'll say, we'll say eight guys. Inside. They always have eight guys. Okay, yeah. how many are inside? Currently, we'll say two, and then two are on break or whatever. Okay, so, something it's, else. so it's two guys. Okay. Oh, no, um, oh, no, sorry, yeah. Six people inside. Two of them are on break or whatever. So he tells you right now so, is the perfect time to hit. All right, so King... Uh, they're probably like a shift change or something. Yeah. So King and Queen are... By the way, what time is this? Is, still, is it nighttime still or is it... Let's say... So you've gone through that whole day Jesus, dude. already. So now it's probably about... Yeah, let's say midnight, one. So they'll be sleeping. Okay. By the way, do we know what King and Queen, uh, King and Queen specialize in? Like, what is... Because everybody's got a racket, so it's like prostitution, drugs... You know, gambling. So we'll say security company, paramilitary. Oh, so they just so they get money off whole... black ops. Got it. Okay, cool. And wet work. Yeah, as I said, I don't feel bad then. What I'm about to do. Their cool. work not dry. Was it not like them uh, Popeyes biscuits? Yeah. The opposite. <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite of a Popeyes biscuit. It is wet. 
All right, so I go in there and I'm like, okay, cool. Take stock of where everybody is. I, I roll to see if I can get into their bedroom without being noticed. With stealth? Yeah. All right, so you roll the five. Plus your four. So two and a half stealth is nine. They rolled an 11. Okay, so they know. So immediately they're just like, who the fuck are you? And you're like, I'm okay. this guy. Right. And they're like, I know who that is and you're not that guy. Now so we immediately roll, they're Now like, we roll for fast stock, okay? All right. The next thing, the next thing is, hey, if you know who this guy is, you know he was planning on fucking you guys over. He wants the money. You guys can have. It. So you're gonna break down this whole paramilitary uh, company, huh? On accident. <laughs> it was not my plan at all. Walking in here, it and was... they're like, "Whose shares do we get?" And he's like, "Well, he wants, we'll say four. And so now you guys start doing the math. It works out. You rolled for persuasion. <laughs> all right, cool. Look." And, like, the good news is that everybody can walk away happy. Same it's fine. thing. No one got injured. Yeah, it's great. Like, there's no issues here. It's fine. I'm going to reiterate it again. These people, they're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. They're right. here to make money. Cool. So they're like, we're going to arrest king and queen and you guys can go. Yeah. You guys can go with fat, like, loaded pockets. Everybody's going to win in this equation. They say, okay. Because you rolled a 17, they rolled a 13. So they're just like, you know what? That works out. Perfect. Yeah, you know, again, you guys don't have to do anything much. Just, you know, let me, I'm going to go in there real quick. Cool. So I'm going in there, supervision, infrared, whatever you want to say, scan the room for like, does he have any weapons in, like on the nightstand or anything else? King and queen do have weapons. Okay, so I roll to remove those. <laughs> you, you like to roll to do things. Can I roll to move? Can I roll no. to poop? You're constipated, you roll to one. Yeah. Well, uh, basically, you got four. Okay, so, so I'm unsuccessful. Kind of failed that. They're asleep, but even then they still notice you. Okay. So they're like, who the fuck are you? Hey, congratulations. I need you to call Dr. Ceylon like right now. They are not here to talk. They're about that action. Okay. And so they go for the guns that are underneath their pillows. Okay. You know, we've gone so long without me having to do something terrible. Sometimes they're terrible people, Caesar. I'm not trying to save their lives. I just don't... Fuck it. Crowd pleaser, and I go with a combination of uh, buckshot and rock salt. <laughs> Birdshot and rock salt. <laughs> Birdshot, buckshot, birdshot, buckshot, buckshot, and buckshot. And then after that, the gun's Jamaican. Buckshot, buckshot, buckshot. <laughs> you, you know you can just knock them out. Oh, yeah. Can I do that instead? That sounds <laughs> yeah. way better. No, because you said that I, I thought it was going to be a, like a shootout. I don't want that. Okay, just go to knock them out. All right. <laughs> so let's, let's roll for your uh, initiative in the situation. They get you first. That's fair. So they go and they, they immediately open fire on you. Yeah. No questions asked. Of course. So we'll roll for that to see if they succeeded. So King, oh man, they they both missed. So let's say you obviously can tell that they're about to shoot you, and so you don't you you circle strafe away from them. Was it the same technique we use in Monster Hunter? <laughs> yeah, you move that that diagonal. They they never have a plan for it, so they do that. And so while they're trying to line up their shot and they kind of chase you with the bullets, they don't hit you. So you're able to get in close enough to attack. So you just want to knock them out? Well, I got to knock one of them out. So, like, am I able to tell who's going to be the most talkative? You know what? Fuck it. Uh, I feel like I'm going to... No. <laughs> Roll to see who would be the most talkative. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Okay. I'm just going to kick King as hard as I can on the balls to take him out of the equation. And then I'm going to grab Queen and be like, look, you're better than this. So roll two balls. You also have stun bullets. You said to knock him? Anyways, I'm getting a lot of mixed messages here. No, you can you could do a lot more than buckshot, buckshot, buckshot. Well, it was buckshot. It was birdshot, and it was rock salt, which is like really changes a lot of people's minds. 
<laughs> so you so you kick the shit out of King. Yeah. Now he's made of tougher stuff, and he's not a minion. So you th- you throw him against the wall with the power of your attack, but he's right back up. Okay. Let's say that paramilitary training. So, so he training. took that fucking ball shot. Yeah. All right. Let's say, well, given the situation, you might hit him in like the fupa area. I mean, even with my super strength, he took the shot. That's impressive. All right. He's pretty good. I guess now uh, I go to I just decide I decide to shoot his wife then with a stun a stun bullet. If you want to spend a hero point, you can you can do that. Yeah. Okay, so let's burn that hero point. I think you only have one because you have not been a hero for this. I have not. <laughs> so Even you... though I think I deserve one because I haven't killed anybody. Hey, all right, so you do that, and so you get so we'll say you've loaded her with stun bullets, so you kick the shit out of him. She goes to line up another shot at you, and you just let's say you. Uh, I one armed it, like just kind of like yeah, no you, look. You one armed. With the Draco, and you shot her with that bullet, and it knocks her out. <laughs> it knocks her out. Right? So let's say it'll get dead center of the chest, and so she she's yeah she's at first she's just like <gasps> you know those hits where it oh, knocks the, the, like, all of the wind out of you. Absolutely. And so she just says, <laughs> "Time out, time out. We can't do this, right?" And so he's like, uh, "Let's say they have a conversation." He's like, "What do you mean?" So he's like, "He just kicked you across the room." <laughs> Or she just kicked you across the room and... She, she just shot me. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's not do this. I'm like... And can I tell you? Like, I'm very open to conversation right now. Like, I don't want to do this. You guys shot at me. But I'm willing to let bygones You did break into their house. No, I didn't actually. As it turns out, I was able to walk in. I broke no locks. And your security team hates you. Look. <laughs> look. I'm going to end up robbing you. But you can absolutely leave, leave with your life. And by the way, I'm not going to keep any of the money if it makes you feel any better. A wise man once said, George R. R. Martin said that there are there are old mercenaries, and there are bold mercenaries. But there are no old bold mercenaries. You don't live long in this business without right. doing that. So they're just like, all right, let's talk. Yeah. So look, here's how it goes. I need you to call Doctor Ceylon, and you can bounce. Um, I'm just telling you right now that you have severely underpaid your guards. And I don't think they have, like, a union or anything, but they're going to rob you. Like, if I let you leave here without me giving them money, they probably will kill you and then kill me and then take the money anyways. So, like, right now, you leave with your life and you can rebuild your shitty organization somewhere else. If you don't, like, I'll kill you or they'll kill you or they'll kill me and then kill you. Like, it's there's no win in here. They smell blood, guys. I'm sorry. It is what it is, okay? You had your time in the sun. So I know you uh, don't want to invest much in persuasion, but it's pretty persuasive. And they're just like, we're not letting you keep the card, but we can get you in contact with Ceylon. All right. There's a guy in a trunk that you're going to have to explain that to. But yeah, this is this is agreeable. <laughs> just going to let him shoot it out? I'm, I'm, look, I'm willing to give you guys back your gun. Hopefully you don't turn it on me. You already know how that went. And you're going to go out there and these guys want your money. Now, you're going to call Dr. Ceylon first. And what we can do is this. I can negotiate a ceasefire. You can intimidate him a little more. Who? King and Queen. Okay. I need your money. And I, you know, I need the black card. So let's, let's roll for black card. Uh, Alright, it was way better. <laughs> so they're just like, just take the, take the card. Okay, cool. Need you, do you need to call him, or how does does he just get a text? How does this work when you yeah, contact we'll, him? We'll we'll set it up. So they're so they're gonna set up the meeting. Mm-hmm. Where they're gonna have to do it at a neutral territory that's not agreed that's agreed upon by Ceylon. Why? You know, can I just like as a I'm not saying this out loud, but me to you, I feel like killing this guy because he's put me through so much fucking work. 
Like, I know that's not a right thing. I might shoot him in the kneecap. I'm telling you that right fucking now. I'm upset. Like, I've had to be awake for fucking almost four days chasing this motherfucker. Like, it's a lot of work. I'm upset. This yeah. is my moral code going kind of down. This, is this why you're making some weird decisions? I'm upset. I, I mean, first of all, I haven't so, slept a lot. I'll say complication. Do you want to go full in on the sleepiness and how it's affecting you? Give me a hero point and I'll, I will, I'll see hallucinations. All right, we got a deal. Done. So. Look at that, my negotiations, like, <laughs> it's like way up there, dude. Alright, so let's say you're really feeling it now. Yeah, I can start to feel the Say even the brown brown isn't working. Okay, so I already, I, already, I already slipped into the brown brown, that's fair. That's a fair. So they say, we gotta set up the meeting, you tell them we're setting it up now. Yeah. They're like, alright, so we're gonna do it. So we're gonna, it's gonna be at the Jack in the Box off Fairfax. It's what? Gonna, it's gonna be at the Marigold Expressway. Tie it all together. Nice. That just about wraps up this uh, the second part of Wonder City Watchmen, the, or Watchwoman. So join us next time for the finale of No Nights Off. As always, I've been your GM, Evan. I've been the wild card Caesar. See you later. Bye-bye.